This is SaaS Connect One-on-One, brought to you by the Cloud Software Association, a podcast for conversations with industry leaders in the world of SaaS, focused on their experiences and challenges with building and developing partnerships. Um, so good morning. Um, I'm Simon Church. I'm the VP of Content with the Cloud Software Association. Um, my, my day job is running partnerships for in industry verticals for Box.com. So with me here today is, is Asaf uh, Fradkin. So he's head of partnerships for Monday.com. And uh, we're here to talk about partnerships. And uh, in the case of, of Monday, Monday.com, uh, we're going to be talking about the bold decision that Asaf made to uh, around his partners to help uh, move them forward to the, to the next level. So first off, Asaf, uh, uh, let's uh, talk a little bit about your role and, and a quick overview of, of Monday.com. Yeah. So Monday.com is a work collaboration platform uh, that enables companies uh, streamline their processes, uh, break internal silos, and work better together um, towards a, an objective, like general objective. Um, and yeah, we like to think of ourselves as the company's uh, operating system. Um, currently, we have over 70,000 paying companies in over 140 countries across 200 business verticals um, with over $80 million in ARR. Um, our headquarters is in Israel, uh, in Tel Aviv. And the growth rate that we're experiencing is tremendous. Uh, we're uh, tripling ourselves every every year uh, on all metrics. So that's that's very exciting. Wow, that, that sounds like you've had a lot of uh, great growth. And then and then so just to just to clarify, then give me an example of of how a, a company would be using Monday.com. Some of the use cases. Yeah. So it's anything from managing a team like delegating tasks, um, seeing who's in charge of what and what's going to be, uh, what's going to, to happen and, and who's in charge of, of that. Um, anything from that to processes. So if I have um, items that need, needs to go through a certain process, whether it is a security process or operations or marketing, there's, there's a process there. So all of those items would go through uh, that process. Everyone on the team would be able to, to see um, where is what and, and uh, where things uh, stand in general. Um, all the way to uh, working with, with clients. So if I have a project that I work on with clients, let's say I uh, develop uh, websites for, for my clients, so all of that work uh, would be on Monday, the tracking um, and the delivery of the project would be um, all together on Monday.com. Oh, okay, great. Thanks. So then it sounds like it's a pretty broad uh, product in terms of uh, you must yeah. have multiple buyers across a typical organization. Yeah. So it can be um, from a team leader or a manager at any um, level of, of, of the management, all the way to the CEO or the COO that oversees um, the operations and processes across um, all of the company. 
Um, so it can be the head of, of a certain department or a division. Uh, that depends on, uh, on how we want to roll it out and what the needs are. But yeah, it's, it's, um, it's like very, very diverse and it can be uh, the COO, it can be the uh, team leader in marketing or the VP of HR. Great. Okay. So pretty much every, any department in the organization would, would have a need for this. And then uh, probably any, uh, any company in any type of industry. Yeah, exactly. Great. And then before we, uh, before we start talking about partnering, give us a quick overview of, of say the direct selling side of your business. How's, how's your sales team set up? Yeah. So first of all, historically, we had a very strong uh, self-serve engine. Um, and that would deliver most of the business, uh, through. So accounts would, uh, um, see an ad start, uh, to try the tool and then, uh, convert to paid plan. Uh, then about 18 months ago, we started to build, um, both the direct sales and the channel sales. Um, and then because we were receiving about uh, 5,000 uh, leads a day from our, uh, from our marketing, uh, we decided to, uh, to send leads both to um, our internal sales and to the, non, uh, to the channel sales, and that would be the uh, non-English speaking. So English speaking countries would go to direct sales and non-English speaking to, um, to the channel sales. Now, originally we had about 12 uh, reps. All of them uh, were located here in, in Tel Aviv, um, where each of them would get about 10 leads every day. Um, and um, yeah, today we have internally, we have about 35 uh, quota carrier um, reps, uh, both in Tel Aviv and in New York. Wow, that's amazing. So you, 5,000 leads per day. And then um, I think what you said was uh, you're, you're giving your AEs uh, 10 of those leads per day. But then what you found was, uh, given that high volume of leads coming through, uh, it was too many for your internal team to, to handle. So that's, that's really what kicked off your, your channel program and, and the need to, uh, to, to, to give some of those leads to to the channel so that they could start to, to, to sell into them. Exactly. Oh, okay, great. Exactly. And then, so, okay. So, so then, and then what, what proportion before we get into the, the partnering side, how, how, what is the split between how much revenue is coming in through direct sales versus uh, part through the channel? So altogether the touch funnel. So both uh, direct sales and channel sales bring uh, together about 30% of the business. The rest of the 70% comes from uh, the self-serve. And the split between um, the direct and indirect is um, uh, two thirds comes from direct sales and third from channel sales. So okay. altogether partners uh, bring about, uh, deliver about 10% of the company's revenue. Oh, okay, got it. Okay, that, that, that makes sense. Okay, yeah, so then, and what's what's exciting about that is is that those ten percent only come from the partners and internally it's only we're talking about only three quota carriers. So 
initially the team or yeah the team was uh of consists of, of four people that was me and uh three more people those were the quota carriers and they were uh delivering those this 10 percent of the, the the revenue okay so just to clarify then the 10 percent of the revenue that's that's associated with partners how many how many partners do you have now and, and what is a what is a typical partner for for monday.com yeah so so um now we're we're at about 40 partners um some of them are in different stages of of the training um we have about uh 25 to 30 partners that are uh fully trained um the profile is uh, resellers of other work-related tools like Google, uh, G Suite, Zendesk, uh, Salesforce, HubSpot, um, and we're we're getting um, the best in class. So, for example, um, Google G Suite, um, we're working with uh, their biggest mar uh, partner in in uh, Asia, which is Master Concept. And uh, for example, with uh, Zendesk, we're working with their biggest one in Brazil, which is ActiNow. Um, so we're we're getting good traction. Great. Okay. So then you've got a broad range of 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 these um, of these partners that are already uh, resellers of 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 SaaS solutions, and um, and then they're contributing to about ten percent of of your revenue. If you think just sort of at a, at a high level, what are what are the besides the the, the revenue piece? What what is the value that the partners are, are bring to to Monday.com? Is it is it just all about the revenue, or are there other things that you're looking to uh, to get out of uh, a relationship with partners? Yeah. So basically, we had uh, four reasons um, for starting to work with our partners. One was uh, overall revenue growth. So another channel for uh, growing our ARR. Um, second would be um, growing in bigger accounts. So that was both on our and the direct sales uh, plate, uh, getting those bigger and bigger accounts, more stable, less churn um, source of, of revenue. Um, the third is um, get getting revenues uh, internationally. So not only from uh, North America or English speaking, uh, trying to tap into markets that our uh, marketing cannot uh, reach and basically um, get our uh, reach uh, bigger and, and, and broader. Um, and the fourth one is delivering services. So our tool is getting uh, deeper and deeper and uh, more and more complex. And now with those bigger accounts, they also uh, require uh, some services which internally we do not want to provide. So uh, that's the, four, the, the, the fourth reason to have uh, those partners. Okay, all right, that makes sense. So yeah, so largely revenue looking across uh, companies of all sizes, but then also looking at how do we get into uh, bigger accounts and driving revenue there? How do we then get into the international, into more international companies? And then of course, being able to provide the services so that, so that monday.com uh, doesn't have to do them. 
Okay, so, that, so that's great. And then in terms of, we were chatting a little bit before in terms of the evolution of the, of the partner program. And it sounds like, I think, as with any partner program, you, you ran into some, some challenges and some, you, you got it started and then it hit some roadblocks and uh, which ultimately yeah. uh, led you to make some significant changes. Could you share a little bit more about the roadblocks that, that you ran into? Yeah, so the, the biggest one was uh, to understand uh, partner's contribution. Um, so in order to accelerate partner's engagement in Mindshare, uh, we were sending those, uh, those leads. Uh, and so it was large number of leads. So we were sending out about uh, 400 leads uh, every day. And we were wondering because we had such a uh, strong uh, self-serve, um, what would have happened if those leads uh, wouldn't have been sent to our partners? Um, so we saw the revenues coming in, but what percentage of that was the contribution of the partners? Um, some of the deals require a longer sales process. Sometimes it was only one call, and sometimes, sometimes the leads were converted uh, with, no, with the partners not being able to actually uh, reach the customer. Um, so we were wondering what exactly was what's the, the contribution of having those uh those partners when we're talking about our own uh generated leads um so it was hard to measure the contribution and when it's hard to measure them you can't really scale it um so that was the the biggest problem for us got it yeah so without really getting a clear sense of of how these partners were contributing you couldn't figure out how to tweak how to scale the model uh, what was actually working, what wasn't. And, and, and I think that's, that's, a, that's a classic thing. You set up a partner program, it's a little bit reactive. Uh, you're sending leads out there to sort of take care of, to help you address some of your, your immediate needs. But then at some point, you're actually trying to figure out, well, how, how do we make sense of this? And how do we, how do we get a, a better grip of, of what's working and, and, what, and what wasn't? And it sounds like that was sort of at the point where you were at. Yeah, exactly. Great. And so then how, how did you tackle it? What, what, did, what did you do? Yeah, next? so we had, yeah, sorry. So we had, um, we had some uh, alternatives. First, um, we tried uh, maybe sending out leads that we think um, are already dead. Like we know that they're not going to convert. So anything the, the partners would get from that, uh, we would know it was it's it's going to be his. Um, that didn't work out. Um, then we had a couple more tries, um, and eventually the new approach that we took was we found out that the self serve cannot generate accounts with 50 uh, users and more. And so our new approach was um, you are only getting uh, credit for accounts that are that had crossed uh, the 50 users mark. So salespeople uh, would uh, bring in any deal that wouldn't consider uh, as their deal and they wouldn't get commission only when it crosses uh, the, the 50 user mark. Um, the, the problem here was that sometimes there was a lot of work put in 
into, into selling an account. And eventually they would uh, go for uh, 25 users or 30 users. And uh, obviously that gets a lot of frustration over uh, for, the, for the partners because they feel they have done a lot. Uh, we have got the account as a customer, but they're not getting uh, their uh, revenue from that. Um, yeah, so, so that was the, the biggest problem. Yeah, I can imagine because going from the old day where you would send them these leads, they may not even have to put any effort into them. They would close and then they would get a commission from it. And then, um, and then some of the leads you'd send over might only close with five or 10 users. And then it sounds like uh, many of the leads that you would send over would, would rarely break the, the 50, 50 user mark. And so now changing that and mandating that in order for them to, to get their commissions they have to sell a deal that's that's greater than than 50 users is a is a complete mind change or, or mind shift and and so now they've got right. to they've got to re figure out how they approach um, each of these leads coming in how how they approach it to 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 get it up to that that 50 user mark instead of taking the the quick win and and just closing it for uh, for five users is that is that is that pretty much the case or yeah. experience was yeah exactly um, exactly, and those 50 users uh, accounts were pretty rare back, back then um, because um, we had so many leads, so you wouldn't normally put effort into, uh, into growing those leads when you have more and more coming in every day. Um, so it was hard for them to understand how we can make it work. How can we make a business only from those very rare cases of uh, 50 user uh, and more? Um, and yeah, it took a lot of a lot of uh, relationship maintaining work, uh, a lot of conversation with the channel uh, managers, um, and we had to show all the things that we're going to do, how we're going to change. Uh, both the leads that we are sending and what we what we are expecting uh, them to do, and uh, try to to prove how it's going to work. Because for them, it's, it was a really uh, big change and hard for them to uh, to really understand that it's going to work. Yeah, and I, th I think what's interesting about this is that uh, what you said before was that uh, it's very rare for a for a partner to sell or to close a deal for 50 users beforehand. And so now they were mandated to do it, which means any time a deal did close with 50 users, I think from, the, from your side, uh, that, that, that would pretty much make it clear to you that the partner had put some effort in, they'd, they'd had to run a sales cycle, and, and really they'd earned their commission. So it sounds like that was sort of the, 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 the main change or one of the key changes that would happen, but it satisfied your concern before which was how do I how do I know if the partners have actually done anything to uh, to earn this commission? Exactly. Excellent. Exactly. So then, and then, so then, how, how did you help? How, how did you help them through this change? What what were some of the the key uh, elements that you that you undertook as a company to help your partners through this change? So first of all, I, I think. Um, Usually, uh, you say it's, it's really important to build relationship. Uh, you don't really know where it's going to, to take you. Um, but this is 
exactly where I understood the value of our relationship, of our channel managers being able to tell the partners, uh, if you trust me, uh, then continue this journey with me um, and I will make sure that you are going to be happy with that. So uh, relationship building, um, as much as it's a cliche, uh, it's super important. And for us, that was uh, the number one issue that, was, uh, that we leaned on uh, in this change. Um, second of all, um, we needed to show the trajectory of the company and how we are growing and how uh, to persuade them that they want to be the first uh, resellers of the next uh, HubSpot or, or Salesforce. Um, and, and so we showed a lot of where the company is heading and what we're planning and, and, and so on. Um, third, I think showing um, the stuff that, we're, that, that we want to do in order to make it work. So how are we going to change uh, the leads? How are we going to, to change the lead uh, assignment? Um, what's going to be the sales process? We, we needed to change uh, the sales process as well. Um, we also had added a cushion period. Um, so we didn't want it to be like a cold turnkey um, that you change it one day um, and then uh, all the way through. Uh, we changed it uh, pretty quickly, but we, uh, we gave them uh, two months of uh, cushion period where, where they had the, the, the transition uh, going. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I think like those things uh, made a, a huge change. Some of the partners obviously left. It was about uh, four partners altogether, uh, but most of them, um, stayed and got even bigger and bigger. Um, yeah, so that was the, the outcome. That's great. Yeah, because I, I can imagine if I'm a partner and you've made this big change, um, that, that's, uh, I mean, that, that's, that's a lot to, 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 to figure out. But what you're saying, I think the, the keys there were having strong relationships with those partners and then being able to really talk up the story of, of your growth plans and really convincing them that they're, they're here at the ground stages or at, the, or at that first level, and they're gonna be part of something much bigger. So stay around, trust us, and, um, and, and become one of those, those early adopters for us. Exactly. Excellent, so then, exactly. and then I think you said that you were in, in, in our chat beforehand, you were saying you made these changes towards the end of last year. So now we're in, we're in July, which is what, sort of six or seven months since you've made the change. Tell us, yeah. uh, tell us where things stand. I mean, what are, the, what are the results that you've seen over that period of time? Yeah, so, so first of all, those bigger deals of 50 users uh, and more are, are now very common. Like, you can imagine that uh, if this is the only thing you care about, like, you're going to get those uh, 50 users uh, deals. So now we have them uh, daily, uh, while back then we would have only uh one or two uh a month uh if anything so this is this is the first thing um second of all it's easier for us to uh to understand and measure the partners and where when you can uh understand the value and measure you can scale uh, a lot more so 
uh, it was easy for me to, to say, you know what, let's hire uh, three more uh, channel managers because with that, I can, I can scale it uh, however I want and not care about spending uh, too much on commission because with every dollar I pay, I obviously uh, make for the company. So uh, it's, it's, it's a success base and, and this is the way it should work. Um, and so if you, if you look at the numbers, uh, we are at about uh, 45 uh, partners uh, today. Um, again, lost about uh, five, um, and we're we're growing uh, more and more right now. So, so yeah, I I, I feel like it, uh, we really made uh, a a rather smooth uh, change to what could be a very big problem. Um, and obviously, when we're recruiting now partners, it's a lot easier for us because yeah. this is just the way it is, right? It's not changing from anything. It's it's like uh, that's the way it is. So that's great. Yeah. So so I think overall it was it was rather it was rather good. So your 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 bold decision paid off. You you uh, you started this program. You had to make a a strong change that you knew would be unpopular with your partners, but. Uh, you stuck with it. You you won your partners over, and then you've seen some some great results. So now you're you're getting more of those fifty plus user deals. You have uh, more insights into the value of your partners, so it's easier to scale and and spin up partners, and uh, and and then also spin up your own channel managers to manage those partners. And then um, it, it it clearly shows in the results in terms of more partners have have now seen what this program can do and have and have signed on. Um, so that that's that, that those are um, those are, those are great results. Congratulations! So Thank look, you very we're, much. We're coming up on time. So as we look back on this experience, so I think we've got a couple more minutes before we uh, before we wrap up this this interview. So just thinking back over this overall experience, are there are there one or two things in terms of lessons learned that you would like to share with our audience? Yeah. So so first of all, as I as I already mentioned. Uh, relationship with partners um, is super important. You need to develop it uh, throughout the way. You never know uh, when you're going to be needing it. Uh, whether uh, you would want to do uh, a change like uh, we have done, or maybe the company would have a, an off uh, quarter or an off year, and you would still want them around, and you, you can't do that without building a solid uh, relationships. So this is, this is the first one. And I think uh, what we had is, is a very clear and good example for that. Um, second of all is uh, not to be afraid of those, uh, those changes. Um, we're internally uh, startups usually are very accustomed to have uh, changes and environment is, is changing uh, constantly. And we need to make sure that our partners are uh, comfortable with that as well. So at the beginning, it was hard for us um, uh, to convey that message that a change is good and everything's going to be good and we're going to see, see that through. Um, and we needed to train them um, in order to, to think like that as well. So uh, don't be afraid to, to do those, those changes uh, to your 
uh, channel program. That's 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 the the, the second thing. Um, and yeah, in general, um, have trained partners that love the product and are engaged with with the company uh, is is the last thing. So that's super important um, as well. And you'd be able to see that with uh, uh, for for training, uh, for branding, and for the the uh, revenues as well uh, at the end of of the quarter. Um, so yeah, this is the three key lessons. Excellent. Well, thanks, Asaf. Our, our time is up, so I wanted to thank you for coming in today, and and of course, I'm I'm really excited to see the the next step in in the growth of of Monday.com and and uh, and your partner program, and hopefully in a couple of years we'll be talking about the uh, the next step up for your partner program. So uh, thank you, and and this is Asaf and Simon signing off. <laughs>